Hello and welcome to Compo Junto, episode 123. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jiggly Poof. Mm. Tetris. Episode 1. I'll just let the explosion fade out. Episode 173, legacy numbering. Okay, you hold okay. on to that. I'm holding on to the legacy number. If DC can do a uh, renumbering and reboot, if Marvel can do a renumbering and reboot, why can't comic... Octavius, why yes. can't comic book Junto? We can do whatever we want. Why can't comic book Junto? Episode 173, legacy, if you nasty. Wow. That's right. Straight wow. from the jiggly poof. I didn't, expect, <laughs> I didn't expect to be having this conversation. I didn't know uh, that was an option that was on the uh, table. This is where we are now. This is what's happening. Right? Yes. This is what's happening because I'm creating my destiny. I'm creating my reality. Best way to control your destiny is to create it. That's right. That's, That's what they say. That is what they say. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Yeah? I'm doing good. We got some things to talk about today. I feel like I always comment on it when you wear it, but I love that X-Men shirt. Thank you. I don't have an X-Men shirt, and I feel like I, I, I should have one. I it's want time, one. Adam. It is it's time. time. I want one. Grow up. Need it. Okay. <laughs> I need it. Showtime. I need one of those t-shirts. It's a really good one. It's, it's got the good, like, uh, uh, Cyclops, you know, muscle bound straps all over. You pockets know, on pockets. So, I never understood why they put all these pockets on people. I don't know. It's a comic. We've book. never seen anybody go inside the pockets. No. We never see them grab anything. No. Cyclops doesn't do Cyclops. Cyclops <laughs> doesn't do anything but touch the side of his head. That's right. And just go. Yeah, he keeps nothing just, down there. He just grimace. You know what he has in those pockets? What's that? Chapstick. Mm. What else do you put in there? I mean, Chapstick. Quarters if you're going to the arcade. <laughs> yeah. My guy. <laughs> he's running into battle against Krakoa, jangling quarters all right, over the place. Right. He gets smacked by Magneto and he falls down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Chasing his quarters off the screen. All over the My place. My candy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great callback. Thanks. Callback to a thing we did not do on air. I mean, still, I enjoyed it. Shout out to uh, Craig of the Creek. Man. Craig of the Jungle. What is it called? <laughs> Craig, of the, no, Craig of the Creek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. If any That's of you guys up. have watched Craig of the Creek, you get that joke. That's right. If not, just Google uh, my candy, <laughs> Craig of the Creek. Extremely niche. <laughs> Extremely niche reference. Cartoon Network, uh, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, here we are. It is uh, uh, near the end of February. Mm -hmm. uh, it is near the end of Black History Month. Yep. And we are beginning March, which I, I'm just going to say it now. Okay. Where are we going? Also Black History Month. Is it? You get them all now. Okay. I think this is the year where... When did it, they decide that? Just now. I just got this, you know, it, oh, they okay. just sent it into my, my headphones. Do all people from the Caucasus Mountains descendants have, yes, like, yes. like a, is it like a Krakoan? That's right. You're able to communicate? That's right. Yeah, we, we can communicate with one another. Telepathy? Right. And you kind of have to tune it out because it's mostly racist. It sucks, <laughs> actually. You're like, wish you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think we decided, you know, 2020, we've decided February is, it's too short of a month. Mm. Y'all deserve it. Okay. Have all 12. Okay. You know? Um, I wonder if other people agree with you. <laughs> so that's what I'm Let's worried Let's go to about. the polls. <laughs> and crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that, that doesn't spend here. It's all right. 
It's all right. I'm just, I mean, I'm going to put that out there as an idea. All right. I mean, maybe you never know. Yeah. You never know. They might consider it uh-huh. and it might come back. Uh-huh. It might come back void as well. It might bounce. But, you know, <laughs> I'd like at least to see you that. can try to write a check. They wouldn't dare. They, they, they wouldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> This is, of course, Comic Book Tuto. This is a show where we talk about comic books and geek culture and all that philosophy. Uh, We We philosophize. Yeah, we haven't talked about comics in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've done this, but we we have. It is today is not Brown Bag Day, but we have celebrated Brown Bag Day many times Mm -hmm. in in not on the air. So we we're a little late coming to this. Yes, but we. I have comics. I have too many comics. I have a few. I you know what's your comic situation right now? I I am. I have two comics in my hand. These are from last week. I have Wonder... Let me start with this. I have Wolverine, number one. It's a number one coming off of the whole Krakoa situation. Ben Percy wrote that one. And all of that. I want to see what's going on with Wolverine. Uh-huh. Like, what, what, where, where does he fit in with this whole situation? Uh-huh. And the story... The, the, not the story, but the book that I kind of want to like launch a little conversation from. Wonder Woman, Dead Earth. Oh. Oh. Uh. Welcome to Earth. So good. Welcome to Earth, Wonder Woman. It's dead. Uh, you read the first issue. <laughs> I did, and I have this drawn. I'm going to read this one. This Just look at the book. cover. It's so cool. <laughs> Daniel Warren Johnson. I, Ock and I were both big fans of Daniel Warren Johnson. You may be familiar with his work from Extremity. Yes. From Murder Falcon. Yes. And this is his new one. With Old DC. Man Skywalker. Old Man Skywalker. Oh, so cool. Fewer people are probably familiar with that but Google one. Google that, man. You can probably watch watch it. You can probably check it out online. Yeah, I'm sure you can check it out. That's a very cool one. Uh, I have caught up on the second issue of Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm mm-hmm. really into it. I like it a lot. If you haven't started it, the, the concept here, the premise is, uh, you know, Diana of Themyscira, uh, you know, uh, Wonder Woman. She is an embodiment of hope. Mm-hmm. Right, that is definitely what she's bringing to the table. She's super strong, super fast, but she's an embodiment of hope. And this is set in a post-apocalypse. And so the question posed is, what good is hope when there's none left? Yeah, when it's done. Yeah, you lost. Or when the people are hopeless. Yes, and you stand for hope. Then what? Yes. Like, what do you do if everybody's just not buying it? Doesn't that just seem suited to the moment? Mm. How you so? Know? What do you mean? I'm. I mean. Well, I, f- I feel what the you whole mean, but atmosphere, like, culturally, politically, the climate, literally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, th- there are there are a lot of things. Climate that are, change. That's right. We believe Bernie's here. That on dead earth, Bernie's here. It's possible for us to change the climate. I didn't know I had a Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I just pulled it out of nowhere. The hands going. <laughs> the hands going. I didn't know I had a Bernie in there. I just tried it. Uh, first of all, finally, Bernie. Th- thank you for being on the show. Thank you for the five. No stars. problem. Positive comments. No problem. Uh, I've been. I've listened since. I'm lying. It's not true. I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. But I'd love you. I'd, I'd love to have your vote. Do appreciate your honesty. And and another thing, I'm glad you're finally talking about the topics that speak to me, which is Wonder Woman to Earth. It's important. Yes. Welcome to Earth. Finally, people, have you seen that meme, Ock? I'm talking to Ock now. Okay. Have you seen that meme? Excuse me, Bernie. Watch out. Where uh, uh, Bernie is on a, what, like a courtroom floor and he's he's talking about the end of Evangelion? What? <laughs> yeah. What? You know, whenever you know, whenever you I see, not you see a photograph of like what po- politicians and they're you know, making a case or something, a filibustering or uh-huh. whatever, uh-huh. and they have uh, uh, you know an easel next to them, and on the easel is a diagram of something, a chart, right, right. whatever helps them make their point. 
and someone went in there and they got one of Bernie and on the easel is the <laughs> an explanation of the end of Evangelion of the like the, and it's the the the, the, the wow. line at the bottom is like I don't believe Shinji wanted the third impact I believe he res- resisted it up until it occurred yeah yeah what, aren't we getting the end of that <laughs> the end of the whole thing this year yeah supposedly at least in Japan mm. Japan is getting the the fourth rebuild of Evan- even saying Evangelion related things, it sounds like nonsense because it, it is. Because it's, to it's a certain nonsense. extent, to even people who have watched it, it's yeah. like, huh? Yeah. What's that? It's nonsense. Bernie, can you explain this to us? Mm-hmm. The end of Evangelion <laughs> is something we're trying to avoid. Yes. We want people Agreed. to understand that this is the reason why. <laughs> the, the, the pauses, it's what he does. Yeah. When he says. Something it's important to him. Yeah. He gives the pulse. That's true. Climate change will help us avoid the end of even Gelagon. Mm-hmm. Even even Velagon. You gave it a shot. Even, That's even right. Even It's okay. Thank you. You still got my throat. <laughs> I'm still here for it. I, I like what you're doing. I appreciate you. Oh man. I'm I'm one of those individuals who is uh, a look f- frowned upon because I I like a couple people running in the race right now. I feel like the climate of the world right now is you need to have one and stand for that one candidate. No one else. You know you want it's you're out for blood otherwise. But okay. I like Bernie. I like I like Elizabeth Warren. I'm I'm feeling what they're putting out. I'm appreciative of it. I am, however tired of this whole election cycle it's exhausting this is what happens we're only at the beginning for jones we got to go through this this is why i have comics right now But we also have the olympics too i'm looking forward to that that is right we have the olympics coming up uh but this is why i have comics right now because i need escapism talk about it look at this stack i've seen it this is like only two weeks and i think i'm a month behind Mm. i am i am trying to dig myself out of this hole uh this week i got x-men number seven is that apocalypse Yes, it is. No spoilers. I can't say anything spoilery, but I, I've read online that people are loving this issue. Mm. So I'm very excited about it. Also picked up Giant Size X-Men. How is that different? Hickman's back. It's a oh. Giant Size. And oh. this one is specifically about uh, Jean Grey and Emma Frost. Mm, very excited about this. I picked up Protector number two. What did you think of the first one? Loved the first May one. I look at that? Yes. Uh, you'll have to read the names out on the top of that. Roy Benson. Mm. Traka, tra, love him. Kahano, yeah. Who doesn't know that one? Wardy, love him. Are you intentionally doing this? No, I just I'm, I was going to read the names, but I handed you the comic. Oh, I don't know how to. I don't. I, don't. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, that the creative team is doing cool work. I liked the first issue a lot. This is very much in the the Adam uh, preferred comic book wheelhouse. The colors. The, the the squiggly lines it mm, looks very mm. very sketchy like Daniel Warren Johnson or even Mike Mignola a little bit I'm a big fan of the way that this the, those pages pop they're very exciting and this week I finally am dipping into Far Sector which is the new Green Lantern book yes. a new Green Lantern yes. book uh, the fourth issue came out on Wednesday of this week I, I haven't gotten there yet but the fourth issue that really caught my eye and I don't know anything about this new character she looks like janelle monet does she got a pompadour she's got cool shades and uh this is the first issue of far sector know nothing about it but i'm stoked yeah i'm in i'm on board yes hopefully it lives up to the you know the very surface level hype but come on man like look at that pump she looks cool yeah the illustrator from this i believe is the same illustrator from trill league 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And the, and he also did Jamal work on Campbell. Uh, Naomi. Yeah. Into it. Very into it. Yep. All right. Um, well, I, no matter what, I'm on board. But mm-hmm. I, I got weeks. I won't even list the rest of the stuff. I'm behind. I wanted to talk about I need. I need time to catch up. There, in this new year, in the beginning of the year, it's usually pretty slow for movies. Yeah. I have also felt like it's been pretty slow for comics that I give a crap about. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't have a whole lot that I am interested in. What was the that's last one that you were really hot on? Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Okay. Like, that's what... You know, like, like right now, we can talk about TV, too. Like, right now, the show is The Outsider. Yeah. Oh, I don't HBO really have a show outsider. outside of that. It's not like this show, this one, this one. Now it's coming. There's some shows on the way, like Westworld is coming and Devs is coming. Uh-huh. And, you know, Better Call Saul just came back. Right. I do love that show. So right. there were two episodes in on that. But comics wise, I just don't, you know, yeah. when I go to this comic book store, I'm there's plenty of beautiful covers yeah. and beautiful things to look at. But as far as something that makes me excited to pick it up and read it, yeah. I don't have a whole lot right now. Yeah. I'm with you. And you know what? I think I think maybe that is partly why I have a lot of new number ones. Mm. I have been picking up new number ones because the 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 go-tos for Marvel and DC uh, a little burnt out. Right. Yeah. See, as as deeply as I loved, and I genuinely, really deeply loved uh, House of X and Powers of Ten. That was the last thing that was carrying me besides Yeah, that Wonder event was amazing. All those 12 issues were incredible. I think the, the follow-up so far has been slow, a little weak. Mm-hmm. I've, I've just kind of dropped off a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And lost track of a bunch of other books in the meanwhile. Um, what else? Tom King's Batman ended. Right. And How's the new Batman been? I haven't been picking it up mm. because Tom King's Batman, as much as I love Tom King and that team, burnout. Uh, I was not a fan of the way that that ran for God dozens of issues, mm. but I was just picking it up as a collector. I wanted to see it through, right? And it, the conclusion left me wanting. I know Tom King will be back with Strange Adventures soon. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I know Tom King will have more Batman and Catwoman stories soon with Bat, Bat and Cat. Cat. I'm I'm actually interested in checking that out. Right. Um, but right now, Marvel's not giving me much. We're getting into an event that I know nothing about. I know nothing. Do you know anything about Empire? No. Nothing about Empire or Hulkling. I wish I knew something about that. In fact, if you're listening to this show now, please join the Facebook group, the Comic Book Junto Facebook group. Give me a lesson on Empire. What yeah. is it? What, what do I need to know? What do I need to read? Because I would like to know. And some recommendations for what I should be reading. Like, yes. Not just a good issue here or a good issue there. I'm interested in getting into something and being able to follow it and looking forward to the next part of the story. Yeah. And the next part of the story. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm desiring. Now, I want to show you this, Octavius. Of course. Empire is coming, right? This is going to be like in a, what, Avengers Fantastic Four event of okay. some kind. Don't know the details of it. But Manting. But Manting. Empire Avengers number two. Uh, Jim Zub, Carlos Magno, Man Thing is there. I uh, don't know what he's doing, but he's there. That's all you need. That's all I got. So he's there with Brother Voodoo. He's there with Kazar and Zebu, and uh, uh, yeah, some other folks. Scarlet, I don't know Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. 
Jim Zub wrote Man Thing into the Champions when the Champions was running for a little the while. Champions, yeah, that was kind of fun. Like with with Miles, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Miles interacted with Man Thing. As is a matter it, of fact, is it Boy Thing or is it Man? No, thing? it was Man Thing. Now I like the design for the most part, although they got one key element that I did not like. They gave the guy a six pack. They gave Man, Man thing, thing a six pack. I hate that. I can't stand when they do that because that's not no 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 no. He's a shambling like mound of. Monster. Write your man thing story. Yeah, I'm working on it. Shout out to my uh, Facebook group, the uh, uh, Fear the Man Thing Facebook group. I love you guys. You you make me want to be on Facebook. Uh, otherwise, I would delete my account. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Comics is tough, man. I'm trying to stay abreast of all this stuff. I have a lot of comics, but um, I haven't had time to read. What about what about movies? What movies have you seen? Movies have I seen? What did I see recently? Recently, I saw Birds of Prey, aka Harley Quinn. Mm. Didn't we talk about this already? Did we talk about it on the show last time? Maybe. Can't remember. I think so. I don't know if we actually did. Uh, well, go over it real quick. Here's my review. Wasn't crazy for it. Wasn't wasn't very crazy for it. There's some things that I liked about it. It was colorful. There's some stylistic choices that I I thought were kind of cool. But overall, I I didn't think it was excellent. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was excellent. I'm kind of shoulder shrug about it. Yeah. I am planning to see Sonic on Sunday, although I've heard it is fair to Midland. I saw Sonic. I liked it. Yeah. Is it great? I liked it. Heard about the product placement. Product placement. The end of the movie. Oh, okay. OG. Okay. Yeah. How did Olive Garden get into the mix? I... Uh. I don't remember that from the original games. You know how it is. You know what? It, you know. Oh my God! It just occurred to me. What is it? I never beat Sonic Three, the one that had. Well, I never beat Sonic Three and Knuckles. Like when you can do the, mm-hmm. the you know, the expansion, you get Knuckles and all the extra levels. Right. It was a lot of game, and you got to do it all in one sitting. Right. So I never beat it. I can't tell you as a fact that Sonic doesn't go to Olive Garden at the end of the game. There you go. I don't know. That could be it. So I could be, maybe that's exactly, maybe it's, you know, a perfect translation from the video game. I could be. I don't, I didn't feel that, but whatever. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. I have seen uh-huh. The Invisible Man. Uh, how was that? I liked it. You did? Go see it. Okay. Is this just a retelling of the, the classic Invisible Man? What, you don't what's want me to answer here? this question. No. Is it like Hollow Man? You don't want me to answer this question. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> I would say, I would say, I think you'd enjoy it. Okay. All right. I would say that of the movies I've seen this year, this is one of the first ones that are like, oh, okay, this is like, this is a movie. Like, not just like the, the you know, beginning of the year dumping ground. Yeah. With a few standouts. Got it. This is probably one of the first ones that I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is a, this is a memorable, memorable movie for the rest of the year. Got it. Got it. Okay. But the yeah. internet, and you don't want me to start telling you, is it this, is it that? You want to go and watch the movie and let the movie unveil itself to you. Totally valid. But I would encourage you to use your AMC Stubbs Pass and uh-huh. go see this movie. All right, I want to check it out. I will check out uh, uh, The Invisible Man. There are a couple of movies coming out that I do want to see. Like? Um, oh, man, now that you put me on the spot like that. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, over again. You can watch no, that whenever no, you no, want. No, you can well, just go buy it. Fast, Fast 9, obviously. It's coming out. I just need to stay alive until that. Um, mm. That's a big one. What's the what's the the Green Knight? What is that? The Green Knight is a movie coming out that I'm I'm really looking From forward to. Netflix. 
No, 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 no. It's uh, uh, kind of like an artsy medieval epic movie that looks very cool. The Green Knight. The Green Knight. I did just watch the trailer. The trailer just dropped today for the new Jordan Peele drawn. Well, ah. can I even call it that? It is actually, that actually would not be accurate. It's the new it Monkey Jordan. Paul, John. Yeah, it's not It's not a Jordan Peele movie. He produced it. Yes. But it is not, He. this is not the sequel to Us. This is no, not Get no, Out. No, no, This isn't even directed by him. He produced it. It's directed by Nia DaCosta. Yes. We're talking about the remake of Candyman. Right. Last movie she did was called Little Woods that had Tessa Thompson in it. So I want to shout out to Nia, Nia DeWoods and give her her credit because... She shot the. I mean, she this. She directed this. I believe she also edited the movie as well. Oh. And from seeing what she did on Little Woods, I'm con- I feel good about. It. I'm confident about what she can do. Okay. You know, I'm looking forward to really that. Really confident about what she can do. Uh, I have from, to admit something to you. What's that? I've never seen Candyman from '92. So you don't have no context trauma. No. From back then. The only trauma that I do have is being in the movie rental place, like my hometown had a, it was, we had a blockbuster eventually, mm-hmm. but before we had a blockbuster, we had just, you know, some podunk yeah. movie rental spot in a, like a shit. Jim Bob's that's, movie rental place. That's right. Welcome on in here, Terrace family. And I remember when I went in right there. Over here, we've got the horror movies. Have you seen <laughs> Candyman? Young Adam, come on over here. That's Let's right. Have, have, have you seen Candyman? That's if right. have go. What you want to do is watch this afterwards. Go in your mirror. What town do you think in I was born in? bathroom. <laughs> no, hold on now. I got instructions in for you. I All want right. you to follow them clearly. All right. Go in there and you look in the mirror and you uh-huh. say, Candyman. But you say it five times. Five times. And after that, if you survived to return this VHS, well, boy, I tell you, you made it, haven't you? Don't you think it is not in your interest for me to die and hold on to the your movie? Well, I can't return the movie if I'm killed. Here's the thing. I've always had faith in you, Adam. <laughs> wow. No matter what everybody else says, I've talked your parents down. Wow. Okay, I believe in you. If anybody can yeah. do this, it's you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We th- here in Schwanksville yeah. believe in you. And Jim Bob's video rental, I want to see you back here with this. Because otherwise, dead or alive, you're going to have... Yeah. A late return fee. It's going to be on your parents. And there was that time that you you let me rent. Uh, who's afraid of uh, uh, Roger Rabbit? Right. You you let me rent that and let keep it a couple extra days without well, I mean, adding the fees, and I appreciated that. Well, who's afraid of Roger Rabbit? It's not what that movie's called. I'm thinking of man. Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf? Guys, you like combined and combined three different Woo! movies. Yeah. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who's afraid the, of Roger Rabbit? The Virginia Wolf is the horror retelling <laughs> of Roger Rabbit. Uh, I was tra- traumatized by Candyman because I hated the artwork on the cassette because mm. it had an eyeball. Let me look this up. Oh, B next to it. <laughs> and I did not <laughs> like this with the B crawling on the eyelid. You weren't feeling that, huh? Absolutely not. I've been stung by a B. Absolutely not. Oh, look at, look at this. Yeah, that brings me back to a place. I was look a at scared. This. Child. And there was a person inside the eye. Big no. Is there a person be- inside the eye? Yes. Oh my God. The man was inside of it. Oh my God. My word. Adam, don't go back to this and, you know, put yourself in a bad spot. No, I'm not a fan. Of, I, I honestly couldn't Have even look at it. Have you seen this one? I couldn't look at with it. With bees all around the no, eye. I don't want to look at this. This is great, great 
podcasting. Can you sell me on Candyman 92, the original Candyman? What What do I need to know? Joan crazy. Joan scary. Okay. And you're little. Yeah. So you're going to be scared of it. Okay. It's an effective movie to scare little kids. Yeah. You Got know, it. if you're 10 or younger and you watch Candyman, it, it, you have reason to be freaked out by it. I remember being freaked out by it. Yeah, I remember being like, because it's just creepy. It just oh, now no. I haven't this, seen this man is filled with bees. <laughs> no, I haven't no, no, seen no, no, it no, no, in no, no, years no. though. So I, I, I'm internet. I'm fully ready for you guys to go back and watch Candyman and go Octavius. There's nothing scary about this. I need to watch it finally. I, I'm, I feel a little ashamed uh, that I haven't seen it. I need to watch this. Well, listen. We all get to watch it again and then watch watch the OG one because mm-hmm. we have everything. Netflix, Hulu, plus Disney Plus, Hulu Candyman is not on Disney Plus. Hey. No way. Hey. <laughs> A.K.A. Candy Kingdom. Oh. Oh. My guys got a hook for a hand. Oh, you're talking about the movie Hook. That's on Disney Plus. Maybe. Who knows? I fire up Hook, and this happens. <laughs> this man opens his chest cavity, and it's filled with bees. <laughs> that would be bothersome for sure. Are you going to go see Candyman? One hundred percent, yes. Yeah, as soon as possible. What did you feel about this trailer? Did it did it move you? Did it did it sell you, or were you already there? I like the trailer. I like Yaya Abdul Mateen. Yes, the second, and uh, you know he's Doc Manhattan to me now, mm. and. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to see him do his thing. I'm excited to see, I love horror movies. You don't need to sell me much on them. Right. I like horror movies. But did the trailer do anything for you? Cause it did something for me. Well, the, the trailer got me into it. I, you made a comment as I was watching it about halfway through the trailer. You said, this is where I stopped. You can stop watching. Right. And while I ignored your advice. Uh, as per usual. As I want to do. Yes. You were correct. Um, and I, I wish I hadn't watched as much because uh, Every single it was very time effective. we go over this, I, know. I say, hey, listen, man, <laughs> you don't have to watch this whole trailer or this is where I shut it off. And you're like, why would you shut it off? It's like because they're showing me all of the stuff in the movie that the movie's just supposed to reveal. Yeah, you're right. There's a part in Invi- in the Invisible Man that I was like, "Yep, that's the part from the trailer." Uh, I wish I hadn't seen that. Yeah, because when it happened, it wasn't as uh, it didn't it didn't have the same effect because I was like, "Oh, there's that part." Instead of "Oh gosh," got it. You know? Yeah, yeah, I understand. It's the same thing as uh, you could tell me. Look, you don't need to eat that entire. Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oof. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know I don't need to. And then I will do it. And then I will regret it. Same as I regret it now. I didn't need to watch that whole Candyman. But the, the trailer got me hyped. As someone who's seen the original movie, are mm. you excited? I am. I'll tell you what's really cool about this. Yes. The Say My Name needle drop. Yeah. The same way they did with the I Got Five on it and yeah. Us. It was a similar feeling mm-hmm. of kind of like, ooh. Smart. This is, this is, this is different yeah this is from where i'm from now are people looking into the mirror and saying baby i love you is that is there a continuation there if, if no, no one, one is around, around you right <laughs> i mean I you can play around and play these games if you want to <laughs> right i'm gonna let you know around. i'm gonna let you because as you know this about me adam i uh-huh. told y'all i told you and i done told y'all many times don't summon nothing don't call nothing <laughs> don't invite nothing don't con de- de- for damn sure don't conjure nothing yeah yeah okay don't do none of that near me you're in the trailer clapping and w- <laughs> wagging your finger I, 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 
Yeah. Don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a black moment yeah. to the class. Because I mean, as a black parent, you know, I, I, hey, hey, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, but. That I believe moment, I've seen a movie with her at the Riverview. As a matter of fact, I'm, I can guarantee that. <laughs> that moment right there, I was like, that is such a black culture moment. I I I felt that, as we say on the internet. I felt that when that happened. I, like I knew it. exactly what that was about. But um, the Say My Name needle drop yeah. with the different way they wove it in, mm-hmm. it does remind me of what they did with I Got Five on it for yeah, us. Yeah. And it and it brought me to that place. Now, here's what I was say. I was going to say this before because I was going to forget. When I was young, and people have sleepovers, uh-huh. people would be like, "Oh, let's do Candyman." I'd be like, N- "Are you not in my house? You're not going to go right. in my bathroom in right. my house and turn right. the lights off. Talk about no Candyman, right? Because we don't conjure things in here, right? Okay, yeah. we don't call nothing. That de- no, <laughs> you can play around if you want to. You bring that in your house." <laughs> I don't like people playing on my mirror. I don't like people playing in my mirror. Okay? <laughs> no, sir. Don't you conjure up nothing. Because I got to come in here after y'all leave. That's right. We're going to eat these pizza rolls. Right. And watch these watch these <laughs> movies. Okay? That's what we're going to do. You stay the hell out this right. mirror. Right? Let's not be inviting, you know, evil spirits in the same area where I got to do my business. Not in my house. No. Not where I do my business. Not exactly. Okay? It's the most vulnerable space I could possibly be in. This is supposed to be a place of rest and release. <laughs> I can't. All right. <laughs> okay. This yeah. is not a place where you can't be uptight in this situation because you got to be. Oh. You got. You got something. You got business. You can handle it. Yes, right. Young Octavius is like, I haven't used the bathroom in two weeks. <laughs> Why? Because they they playing around in this mirror. <laughs> I don't know who's in there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listen, we didn't do Candyman when I was a kid. We we but we did do Bloody Mary. Bloody which, Mary. You know, I think you know ostensibly the same thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, because I haven't seen Candyman, we probably would have done that. Mm-hmm. Had I have seen Candyman, my neighbor when I was a kid, my neighbor loved horror movies. He was younger than me too, and he would. Uh, he, his family always had VHS tapes that they would tape off of TV or other tapes, mm. and he would lend them to me. And that always meant that I would watch stuff I should not have been watching. That's I'm how I first man. watched Akira. First time I ever saw Akira, I was too young. That's how I watched uh, all of the the Chucky movies mm. because of this kid. Who live next to me? I would watch them all. What place does Akira play in animation for you? Is that like a number one for you, animated movie? Uh, or is it, that not a number one? Here? Not a number one, but I will say that it's probably one of the first, if not the most memorable, animated movies that was for an adult. Mm. And I knew it was for an adult. First, one of the earliest scenes when that guy gets torn to shreds with bullet fire, uh, yeah, in the street, like, and he well, just this is this is bursts. not Peter Pan, no. At all. I remember watching that and thinking, oh, wow. And every anime I watched after that, I would always think like, oh, this is like Akira. So it was very much a uh, a cultural touchstone for me. Mm. You know, it was like the entryway. Yeah. Would you say that that tracks? I I mean, I would say that Akira is definitely, because I saw Akira as an adult. I didn't see it as a child. When I saw it, I was like, this is different than the anime I've seen. Yeah. This ain't the same. Mm -hmm. This ain't Pokemon. Right. You know, and even the quality of the, because I didn't understand animation the way I'm learning it and understanding it now. Yeah. But even then I could tell, I'm like, this is different. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so fluid and so smooth. It's not choppy. Right. You know? I was like, man, this is crazy. I'd say, this is totally off topic, but right now, 
the animated movies that mean the most to me are Akira, Iron Giant, mm. and Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. Spider-Verse absolutely cements itself in there. Iron Giant for sure. I loved Iron Giant. That was a very meaningful movie to me. But my my animated movies, you know, some of the movies that were meaningful to me when I was young, I don't know if they're necessarily outstanding, but for some reason, I very much think of being a kid and watching Goofy Movie mm. a lot. Yeah. That movie was great. Uh, or the Tiny Toons Summer Movie, the Summer yes. Vacation Movie. Why do, why do, was, was that just on TV a lot? Don't know. But I just loved it, though. I would watch it a lot. And then I would definitely have access to movies I shouldn't have been watching. Anime, like Ninja Scroll. And I didn't Akira, see that to Osprey either. Um, the Street Fighter movie, which yeah. had nudity in it. Chun-Li was showering. Balrog was getting messed up. It was like a violent movie. Yeah. I don't know why I had access to this stuff. Well, but. do better. Yeah. <laughs> do better with yours if by God by God's grace you get some of your own. Yu Yu Hakusho, Sailor Moon, I would watch in the in, in the mornings. DBZ, Dragon Ball, I was a big fan of. But then I would also watch Fist of the North Star. That's was wild. Too. People were exploding. <laughs> yeah. I caught Fist of the North Star on Prime. Yeah. On a Prime Video, yeah, and you're watching that, and you're just like, first of all, <laughs> nobody is this muscular, no, okay, down to your fingertips, yeah, it's like this is nuts, so, but man, it is kind of wild, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, Fist of the North Star was totally wild. I remember watching that when I definitely should not have been watching that. Kashiro, he looked like Mad Max. Yeah, he, he looked just like Max Rocket. I just put that together just now that you said that. Yeah, he looked like Mad Max. Had the shoulder drawn, you know. He had that whole thing going. He was just like an extremely buff Mad Max. Everybody was right, and he had mad eyebrows. Kinshira <laughs> had mad eye. Yeah, there's a new uh, video game, uh, Fist of the North Star: Lost Paradise. I really want to play that. Actually, I didn't. Uh, this. You just, so you just unlock something for me. This is Mad Max. Yeah, he's Mad Max for real. Huh. Absolutely, with nunchucks. Uh, yeah, in the wasteland, doing you know. But also, do you moves. recognize that this is also like Double Dragon? Very Double Dragon for sure. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, the the cut off sleeves. Yeah, you know, and the haircut even. Yeah, very much Double Dragon. For Look sure. at this. We've just connected it all. Yeah, Fist of the North Star. I got I got to revisit this. I don't think it holds up, but I need no, to revisit I can tell you this. right now, I watched it, or tried to watch it, and I was like, oof. I, I'm going to tell you, so real quick, internet, and we'll get back on topic. Uh-huh. I'm learning animation, as some of you know. Mm-hmm. Learning animation, oof, it's ruining some animation for me. Oh, uh, really? Uh, now I'm going back and I'm watching some animation, and I go, this this show isn't moving at all. <laughs> it's like yeah. just sitting, like a lot of anime is just tone, just still picture. And it's panning or zooming uh-huh. or move. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of motion. Yeah. And there's a lot of like repeat movements or like a lot of loops, 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 loops of things. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. I think as an adult, you start seeing the budget. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Where you're like, oh. And, and I know I watched uh, uh, Kill La Kill, the anime series Kill La Kill last year. Mm-hmm. And I was watching like, oh, this is this is the episode they, they saved all their money they on. They spent the money on this part. Yep. Oh, Yeah. You knew because they, they kept using the same poses, the same frames, the same backgrounds. You'd be like this, this whole episode takes place in one setting. And my guy keeps doing the exact same thing. His face is the same. His movement's the same. It's fun. I don't mind it. 
but you start to see those things. You the can scenes, see how it's getting made. The yeah. budget, as you said. Definitely. Like this, what is, what's happening here? <laughs> Fist of the North Star? Yeah. You ever see that scene of the guy where the, he opens up the haystack and it's just hit, like Kenshiro's face under the haystack? This is some wild stuff. Y- y'all just YouTube go, Fist of the North yeah, Star. Yeah, go sometime. watch Fist of the North Star so you can join us in our... Uh, Crazy. Our... Um, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. The way we're st- the way we're reminiscing about this stuff. I'm I'm going to get into Fist of the North Star now in the year 2020. I'm going to let y'all know if it holds up. Look where uh, Candyman has taken us. Yeah, we've come from Candyman all the way down to watching stuff we were supposed to be watching, all the way over to anime. We have some other movie updates that I want to talk about. Tell us. I want to talk about Venom Two. Mm-hmm. Did you see? The update from the set of Venom 2. I did. We got ourselves a look at Cletus Cassidy, a.k.a. Carnage. <laughs> what are we looking at? Can you describe it? You're looking at an old guy. You're basically looking at the dude from Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. <laughs> guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. What's this hair? What's this whole... Who does he... Let's just describe. Who, what does this look like? I know what... You say Guy Fieri. Uh-huh. I say uh, uh, one of the guys in the Romeo and Juliet movie, you know, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they all wore Hawaiian shirts. Mm. He, the Montagues. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he would have been right at home with the Montagues. Question. Does do, this you bite make... my, do you bite your thumb at me, sir? That whole thing with Benvolio. Do you remember that movie? Yes. Yeah. Many moons ago. Uh-huh. Are you excited? Does this make you excited about this look, movie? Look at this. This is a scene <laughs> from the Romeo and Juliet movie, Mercutio, Benvolio, and, and my guy. Fits right at, fits right in. So you're excited about it. This has put, no. put you in a place where you're like, I'm ready to see this. This is bad. I'm not good with this. I, I looked up an article here. This is on uh, theringer.com. The, the headline of this article, We are not prepared for the carnage of Venom 2. <laughs> Davies is still showing me Fist of the North Star. I didn't know there was a live, it's a live, <laughs> live action, action Fist of the North Star. Apparently, oh no! This is the episode you guys are getting this week, guys. Sorry, Sorry uh, about that. <laughs> the Ringer dot com. Uh, we are not prepared for the carnage of Venom Two. Uh, I'm reading from the website right now. Mm-hmm. Here's a list of things the new and not so improved Cletus Cassidy looks like. The bullet point list. Go for it. Florida man. Yes. Yes. That is. That is. <laughs> Just stop. Don't read nothing else. We found him. We have there, found there, him. There are some other good ones. Uh, Guy Fieri's second cousin. Uh, my dad, who left for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Never came back. Uh, uh, a mid-tier boss in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Absolutely. Yeah. Someone who thought Joker should have won Best Picture. <laughs> Oh, boy. The protagonist of Uncut Gems 2. Yes. Uh, ooh. Yeah. These are brutal. What is going on here? What are they doing? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? And when we are sh- you excited about this movie otherwise? No. No. So this is just goes right in line with where you're already at. Andy, but, but Venom, the first Venom, if you listen back to our episode, we both trashed that movie, and then we both said we liked it, that we have fun. It was nonsense. It was crazy. It was bananas. We enjoyed it. Sounds about right. It was not good, but we enjoyed it. I enjoyed That's it. That's totally possible. And at the end of that movie, they save the reveal 
They show Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy. And his hair was completely different. Insane. Totally different. His hair was completely different. And in these images, we see him and he's it's he's got a lot of product in it, shaved sides, and he's he's got like a lot of bangs going on. Yeah. What is this? I don't know about this, my guy. I mean, it is what it is. Are you gonna go see the movie? Of course. Of course you are. Obviously. Uh, Front row. Absolutely. Opening night. As soon as possible. Opening Is there night. an early screening? Uh, I'm in there. Yeah, definitely. And hopefully Andy Serkis puts himself in the movie as like Gollum or King Kong or mm. you know any of his many roles. Because I would like to know more about what Andy Serkis is doing with this film. This is insane. He kind of looks like reverse Macklemore. <laughs> Look at this. This is... Yep. <laughs> It yep. says Cletus Cassidy in Vice City, GTA yep. Vice City. Absolutely. Yikes. This is what we have to look forward to. Also, speaking of what we have to look forward to, we also have some inside information on the Batman. Oh, yeah. That's right. We, we have some extra footage. So we have seen a larger reveal of the Batman costume. Yeah. What do you think about what we've seen? We've so, seen him on a motorcycle. Yep. We've seen him... With the it's it's not uh what's 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 the bull's name Robert Pattinson it's not Robert Pattinson no this is a stunt double for not sure Pattinson in this yeah one. this is a stunt double for sure uh, he's got a, a motorcycle which I think is cool the mm -hmm. cycle looks like a, a, a kind of a classic bat, bat cycle. cycle it's very it, it's more simplistic yeah you know uh, which I think is 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 kind of interesting. I suppose it's the uh, the more grounded approach mm -hmm. that Matt Reeves is taking. The armor looks cool. It looks very tactical. Yeah. Like he's got a lot to, to reach for, things that he actually used on his forearms and mm -hmm. wrists. Mm -hmm. I did see a video of, of him falling over. I seen that. All right. It was wet outside, though, so you got to give him some grace for that. And it was uh, accompanied with a tweet that said, uh, quote from Alfred, why do we fall, Master Bruce? <laughs> so that we can give uh, good content for those who are filming us. That's right. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about it, though. The suit. So, Let's weigh in on the suit. What you got? Yeah. Suit looks cool. Um, you know, obviously, when we say, gotta see it move, mm -hmm. I think there's a little bit of a caveat here, which is, I need to see it move in the movie. You know, in the with, context of what? In the context of the movie. Yeah. The finished stuff that um, uh, they want me to see. Right. Not, because when you see it on set, and it's just cloudy, and yeah. it's a cell phone Video. And also, if this is a stunt guy, I would assume this is made for padding, not for cool looking. That's right. That's right. But I, I like the suit. I like the vibe that it's giving me. It does look tactical. It reminds me a little bit of uh, the Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo arc. Zero year. Zero year. Yeah. Where, you know, Batman was very tactical. He was like the hunter. And he, mm -hmm. you know, had his, his, there we go. With the sleeves were torn off. Yeah. You know, he had the gloves. Mad Max. He had the crossbow. It's, it's connected to everything. Yeah, that's right. Fist of the 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 bat star. Yeah, that's nothing. Fair enough. <laughs> you got to shoot. They don't always go all go in. But yeah. you're gonna miss all the ones you don't take a shot at. You're the Batman guy. Do you approve? I have a theory. Oh, one. I don't think that this is the suit for the whole show. Okay, you think it's just one for the version? whole movie? I don't think this is. I don't think this is the suit. What makes you think that? I don't know. It just. I just have a feeling that like. Because it looks really kind of, it looks really kind of like patched together. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Okay, I see what you mean. 
Like, so you think this is the uh, uh, the looks, early Spidey suit? Yeah, you know, it after looks fighting, like uh, right. Saw? It looks like I put the helmet on. I have this kind of cow, this kind of collar thing, and it looks like this is this shoulder situation is almost like shoulder pads. Yeah, and then it looks like the arm things look like you know, like remember the court of owls had those things around their forearms. Yeah, that's right. So it just looks like different pieces that he strapped on, like a football player or a goalie mm. or something like that. Okay, but it doesn't look like. I'm a billionaire. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is the finished product. Sure. I see what you're getting at. I would, I, I'm taking a stab in the dark and saying there's more than that. The thing that I'm most curious about is the cowl and the eyes. Yeah. They seem like, uh, you know, permanent shades. He's, he's wearing lenses over the eyes. That, that seems to track with the version that we saw in that test footage. Because right. the eyes well, were dark or covered. They, anyway. they look dark. I think. I think we could see his eyes. You think maybe these are just goggles? I, what I think about this is, I think that this is more to do with the fact that it's raining outside. Right. Yeah. And it's a motorcycle helmet. So if this guy falls and cracks his head open, sure. You know what I'm saying? He falls. He doesn't crack his head open. Of course. Because yeah. even what you see on this guy's head doesn't look as formed. And mold it to his head is what we saw Pattinson have on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I don't, you know, like I say, man, when we see this move, I'll really be able to weigh in. But from what I see so far, I'm like, all right, you know, shoulder shrug. Okay. All right. I see where you're going. I mean, maybe this is not the final suit. Maybe this is just the patched together version before he finalizes it and gets the shine on. But I do think it it is indicative of the kind of grit that Matt Reeves is bringing. Yeah, and I'm cool with that. I like that. I like the idea that they're they're going to be doing this. What would it? What what would the beginning Batman be be kind of throwing together? Uh huh. You know, because uh-huh. he is a person. Yep. He's a real person. Lest we forget, Bruce Wayne is a, a dude with no superpowers. Right. He's a guy. Yeah. So we'll see. We we'll will. See. We'll we see where we see. go with this. I'm not 100% uh, for or against it. I'm just kind of like, all right, cool, whatever. So let me tell you about this, this Apple situation. What is this Apple situation? Word on the street, Ryan Johnson has said, has spread out there and let everybody know that Apple products app and iPhones in in I guess are not allowed to be used by villains. Wait, what? Villains aren't allowed to use iPhones. In movies, in TV shows. I think Apple the company has said we don't want bad guys using our devices. Is that what Ryan Johnson is saying? I believe so. Interesting. What's the article saying? Interesting. I'm looking at the article. Ryan Johnson just gave the game away. What? Slashfilm.com. You're you're getting wild with it. There's a lot of editorializing. If you're watching a mystery movie set in modern times and you're trying to find out who the villain is, there's a surefire way to solve the case. Pay attention to the phones that people are using. According to Knives Out director, Apple has a rule that forbids filmmakers from letting the bad guys in movies use an iPhone. Okay. Interesting. What are your thoughts on that? Well, well, I mean, that's just, that's brand management. That's exactly what that is. Isn't that weird, though? No, I I, I understand it, right? I understand it. Because, you know, you don't want to have the villain in the movie, which is 
an attempt in engendering like tension and or fear. I want to see this guy get get his due, like get messed up, or I, w- I want to see somebody triumph over this guy. You don't want to idolize their devices, and I suppose Apple sees it that way. They want they want only the good ones to use the phones or the devices or the computers. I understand that's brand management. That's so brand the, management one hundred and one. So when you think of Bond, uh huh, James Bond, sure. And you think about the good guy and the bad guy. Yep. And you think about all the technology and all of the, you know, missiles and hacking and cracking into mainframes. Definitely, yes. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Right? When James Bond needs to airdrop into the mainframe. Right. Exactly. You don't think that the villain would be using an iPhone? He's going to be running around with a Palm Pilot? No, yeah, definitely. With a BlackBerry Touch? He's definitely on the Android. Yeah. So they're like, give, give the... Give Skeletor, and that's why he's so mad when you think about it, because he's just like this interface is difficult. Everybody's yelling at me on the group text because I I have a green because I I got a green bubble. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. It's exactly right. Doctor No, his whole thing, he's like I I technically do have more control over the apps that I can put on my phone, but they are not uh, uh, curated for quality, Mm. and I can get a virus on this. Okay, Mm. I can get a virus on this phone. And I don't know how to use it. There's a lot of shovelware apps and apps I don't want. Um, and that's I don't why know shovelware is. But that's why I'm surly. That's when I'm a, I'm in a bad mood, and I would like to uh, take over the United States. Mm-mm-mm. Right. That's yeah. I understand it. If I'm working for Apple, I say James Bond gets an Apple phone as an much iPhone as he wants for sure. And what's the name of one of the new villains? Haven't the slightest. Whew. Wow. That's his name, haven't the slightest. Not very memorable in the new movies, right? <laughs> I don't know what their names are. Javier Bardem was in one of the newer ones. What is this what is the name of a single villain in a new James Bond movie? I don't know. Because I'm thinking of old ones. IMDB. I, got, I got some old ones. But what is the name of any of the villains in the Daniel Craig movies? What's the old ones you have? Well, I'm thinking of like, you know, 006, mm-hmm. Sean Bean. He's a bad guy. Xenia on the top, bad guy. Uh, Dr. No, of course, bad guy. Right. Right, we've got them. Who else? I don't know. Damn, Bond. I mean, they're, they're, they're good movies. The, the uh, uh, Daniel Craig ones are good movies, but I can't think of the names of any of the villains. I'm on IMDb right now. Spectre. <laughs> right? That's the name of one of them. I have no idea. No time Shit. to die. Let's see. Let's slide through here. And who's Rami Malek paying? Safin. Safin. Wow. Who can, who who could forget Safin? Well, Classic that movie villain. hasn't even come out yet. So oh. that's that. Okay. Um, we got No Time to Die. We already did that one. I don't know, man. I think that's just what it is. We just not gonna really know what this is. I just think that's kind of weird. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Skyfall. Thought maybe that I would remember. <laughs> who's the villain in Skyfall? Yeah. Who's the guy in Skyfall? Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> Just one one word per uh, people. Sylvia. Anyway. Okay. A- <laughs> yeah. Silva. Silva. Right. Silva is 100%, 100% using a pixel. And that just makes sense to me. Okay. That well, just makes sense to me. Fair enough. And, um, you know, Bond is airdropping and... You know, he's Bond. He, he's got his own little uh, emoticon version of himself. The the Memoji. Mm. For sure. 
You know he's dropping that into all the different girls that he meets, and he's like a memoji of himself. Yeah. Do you think Bond is that corny? Yeah, for sure. This is what you think James Bond is doing in 2020. Absolutely. He's sliding in the DMs. Yeah, with it with the little memoji of himself holding a. uh, uh, I get the drink. Yeah, holding a drink. Right, holding a Heineken. Awesome, shaking, not stirred. (laughs) Yeah. Would you like to come over to my pad? I have uh, the U2 album saved to my phone. Wow. Yeah. That's what Bond's doing. Ryan Johnson spilled the beans. I don't know if Apple would be happy for people to know that, but well, I do understand out there now. I do understand it. I think that there's something there. I mean, it kind of goes into what we talked about before about, you know, good guys do this and bad guys do that. Sure. But I also understand as a business, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Yeah. Raul Silva. That was ha- Javier Bardem in the movie Skyfall. That was a good movie, too. I got to watch all the Bonds again before this And Javier out. Bardem's character was cool. That whole reveal with the, his face, it was cool. I'm going to rewatch all the uh, Bonds. I'm going to rewatch all the Fasts. All the Bonds? No. Nah, a lot the, of the Bonds. Daniel, the Daniel Craig Jones. Excuse okay. Me. Yeah. Don't Casino get, Royale. Don't get it twisted. And Quantum of Solace, the one that no one saw. Quantum Leap. Skyfall. Um, and one of the other ones, Spectre, and then the new one, No, no Time to Die. Yeah. Not Time to Die. Die not, later. Not right now. BRB. Not, not now. Yeah. Not now. Hit, hit, give me a little bit. Give me a little time. I'm excited about that movie, the new James Bond movie, as a matter of fact. that That's one that I, I haven't really put on my radar, but I am excited for that movie to finally come out. Hey, here's a completely separate and totally random thing. I just want to admit it publicly. Mm-hmm. Billie Eilish is doing uh, the, the theme song for the new Bond movie. Yes. Just last week, finally occurred to me, I really like Billie Eilish. She's a very talented musician. You just figured this out? I, d- I think I sort she of- She makes good music. I wrote her off because she's very young and young people really like her. She looks you crazy. Just, you're just an old man. Yeah, basically. and so from my vantage, I was like- I, Who is Billie Eilish? Yeah. She seems like she's not something I would like. She's not showing up in my playlist because I listen to a lot of hip-hop. But but suddenly I finally listened to her new album all the way through, and they, they were all really good, like yeah. very good songs. Yeah, and I I found myself surprised. So now you're okay with her doing the the music for this one? Very cool with it, absolutely. As a matter of fact. So before you were going to protest, you were going to stand. Outside <laughs> yeah, no, I was not writing letters. Pick it. I was not writing letters. How could you? It wasn't that important to me. But I mean, now I'm just saying, I want to admit, I did not know. I investigated. I'm a fan. Well, growth is important. Yeah. Shouts to Billie Eilish. I appreciate you listening to the show. Thanks for the five stars and a positive comment. We appreciate that. And thanks for the sad songs. (laughs) You know, sometimes you go to a party and you're like, I just want to listen to some mopey songs. This is what you do when you go to the parties? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, these songs are a little too upbeat for me. Just throw right. some of that Eilish on. Everybody's got having no, a really good time. You got no Billy in your Serato? <laughs> That's good. You know what we came here for. We came here to weep. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know what it is. Oh, come on, man. We came here to weep. Bob, I- Bob Iger's stepping down. Bob Iger is stepping down. He's stepping no longer to the, the CEO. side almost. He is not the CEO anymore of Marvel. Do you give a crap about this? Not especially. Uh, I mean, it seems interesting mainly because DC just had a big leadership change as well. Uh, DC now just this I didn't even know about. Uh, so Bob Iger steps down from Star Wars or from uh, uh, Marvel, and right. now uh, it is going to. He's the CEO of Disney. It, it's so confusing. There's so many companies in here. Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, steps down. He hands it off to another Bob, 
Bob Chapek, who is now the CEO. Congratulations, Bob. See you later, Bob. Meet the the new Bob, same as the old Bob. That's mm. what we say. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, meanwhile, over at DC, this one was more of an interesting shakeup. At DCU, you know, the comics and all that, Dan Didio has been in charge as one of the co-publishers with Jim Lee since 2010. Dan Didio has been a driving force for a lot of DC content. You know, every DC anything that had the word crisis in it, that's Dan Didio. Okay. He's all about that and continuity and explaining continuity and crisis here and Earth 2, that, and Mm -hmm. so on and so on and Mm -hmm. so on and so on. Dan Didio is out. Dan Didio was the guy who was responsible for New 52 for the most part, for all sorts of continuity shit. Okay. And uh, I think he, uh, you know, he he was in part responsible for a lot of big stuff that pe- people loved. He was also apparently um, tough to work with. Mm. Apparently, he protected harassers and abusers who oh, worked no. for DC. Oh, we can't do that. And saw fit that you know they were talented enough to keep them at the company. And the way that he managed some of the situations, the word is that he would just say, no women are allowed to work with these guys. That's how I'll resolve the issue. That's, he would say, an entire gender worth of talent can't work with these men. What? That's how we resolve the issue. Yes. If they're harassing you, well, we'll just make sure that no women work here. That's that's uh, problematic. That's bad stuff. That doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like what's what. So apparently, there's been some talk about potentially losing Dan Didio for a long time. So this comes as a surprise, but also not, uh, if that makes any sense. But he's out now. Uh, he is. He's out. It's been a full decade that he's been in charge of DCU, and no more. Does this play a role in any way, shape, or form of your fandom? Well, here's Does this the thing: you. In your ability to move forward and enjoy things. Me, Adam Tetteris, no. Me, Adam Tetteris, the co-host of Comic Book Junto, yes. Okay. Here's why. Tell me. Big fat rumor is DC might get sold. Oh. To Marvel. What? I think we're potentially... Now, look, take it all with a grain of salt, right? That, this is the kind of crazy. This a big. This that's, is that's a big thing to say. This is the kind of crazy that is probably not going to happen. But the thing is, is people are now looking at the forecast of DC. They were working on another continuity shakeup called 5G, and that would re- get rid of some of the old superheroes and replace them with new superheroes. It'd be the next New Fifty Two. It'd be the next Rebirth. It would be the next big shakeup. Okay. Right? I'm exhausted. Did you hear uh-huh. that? Did you hear me just me? I heard it. We all are like <sighs> are, we were all experiencing that. Now apparently just the 5G make, event uh, has been a disaster to put together. People are not happy. There's even a rumor that this whole thing with Dan Didio being out was a coup, a plan that was potentially staged by Scott Snyder. They're like, people are not happy. They're leaving the company. They don't want to write for them anymore. Conditions are poor. Dan Didio is out, and DC might be in trouble. Because right now, what does the future hold for their comics? Unclear. The huge event that has been orchestrated by Dan Didio is falling apart at the seams. And somebody's got to put it all back together. Apparently, they're losing a lot of money. They're in a tough situation with as far as the comics go. So they're looking to the mouse house. And there's some there's talk. Now, but, do, you know, do I think... owns... Right. The owns a- this, right? And that's the big thing, is that a lot of people think, it, since AT&T owns DC, uh, they, they think AT&T is responsible for getting Dan Didio out. 
but, but quality control. But how do we get to DC going to Marvel? There's there's just this is this just Reddit wild talking? wild rumor mill that DC is looking. So it's not really based on pockets. anything other than just like this. It's probably is just the, purely conjecture. The internet saying, yeah, uh, uh, probably purely conjecture based on nothing. Well, we'll see. But I mean, it's something that you can find online pretty easily. Who knows? Who knows? Point well, is, is DC's looking. Okay. You, you got money? You, you want to? I mean, what I have, I'm not really ready to spend it on buying DC. Uh huh. Not now. Maybe later. Like, talk to me. Like, you know, give me some time. Yeah, I need a minute. I might be able to put some stuff together. But right now, I'm a little. I'm. I'm. My funds are tied up in other ventures. Uh huh. Other areas. I mean, these are like some kind of whack websites. Cosmic Book News, Marvel yeah, rumored to take over If it's not on DC like comics. the Hollywood Reporter or Variety or um, something like that, no, we ain't there yet. I'm not. I'm. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't need to fan these flames, but I mean, there's. You know, it. It is. It's definitely possible to have major entertainment monopolies. So I could not like in order for that to happen. Man, that just seems like... Wouldn't that be insane? I couldn't imagine that. But you know what, though? When I was a kid, never in a billion years would I imagine that Mario and Sonic would be in the same game. Never. Ever. And I understand it's a different scale, right? Yeah, it's a bit different. But I do think of, like, the first time my nephew, my five-year-old nephew, ever played a video game that has Sonic the Hedgehog in it, Mario was also in that game. I remember the console wars. I remember people going to battle, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And so strange things happen. But who knows? We're going to find out. What else we got to talk about today? That's all I have on my list, man. I feel like that's that's the gamut of trying to catch up on everything, talking about comics and movies and Candyman's. That's, that's all Are I you going to see Onward? Uh, eventually, I will. Um, truth is, is I'm not psyched. Really? I like Pixar movies a lot. It's not your thing. For some reason, this one's not doing it for me. Really? Don't know why. I figured this, you'd be into this because it's kind of Dungeon Dungeon Dragon yeah. inspired. Yeah, yeah, same, same. It feels same. like... Something that you'd be into. I don't know. It just looks kind of hokey. Like uh, it looks more like the Trolls movie to me than a oh. Dungeons and Dragons thing. It's like animated in a specific way where I'm like, ah, this doesn't speak to me. Where's Spider Verse Two? Mm. That's where I'm at. Are you just, seeing it? I've seen it already. Onward. I saw a screening. Did you like it? I did. It's a good Pixar movie. It's a it's a Pixar movie. All right. We can come to expect a certain level of quality. Yeah. So you're gonna get what you expect there. Better movie than Sonic. Yes. All right, we'll see that before I see Sonic. Well, you know, Sonic's out now. Right. Go see Candyman. Okay. And go see The Invisible Man. All right. Man Man. I'll see all the I'll see Man Man. <laughs> Man Man in theaters 2020. In tw- yeah. All right, internet. I think this is ep- the end of episode 123. 173. Legacy if you nasty. Wow. At Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedders, <laughs> at Comic Book Junto, let us know what your thoughts are on the topics. Really, what I'd love to hear you guys talk about right now is what are you? What story are you reading that's really carrying you from issue to issue yes. and makes you want to come back? Yes, I want to know what you guys are talking about, what you're reading right now. That because I'm looking for something new to jump into. I'm looking for something new to really, really care about. Yeah, yeah. not just oh, this is an issue of a comic book, but this is a really good story. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to hear that. Yeah, same. At Adam Tatteris, at Octavius A. Newman, at Comic Book Junto. That's all we got. Until next time, we love y'all. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.